Welcome to Marketing Thought Leadership, the podcast that offers insightful discussions on thought-provoking marketing topics. Here's the host of our show, marketing consultant, speaker, author, and educator, and the president of Leverage 2 Market Associates, Linda Popke. Hi, this is Linda Popke. Welcome to our latest episode of Marketing Thought Leadership. We're here today with Roberta Kippeth. Roberta is the president and co-founder of Datati Digital Marketing and Pacific Light Studios based in Sunnyvale in Silicon Valley, California. As a longtime entrepreneur, she spent the majority of her career working as a branding, design, and marketing consultant for businesses of all sizes in the technology, semiconductor, medical device, solar, and nonprofit areas. Uh, Seeing a need for more effective marketing for small businesses, Roberta created the big program for small and mid-sized businesses, and she's also an Infusionsoft certified consultant. The big program provides a blueprint to build, B, improve, I, and G, grow. Uh, The business by building solid marketing foundations and by leveraging marketing tools to generate more leads and sales. So, Roberta, welcome. Thanks. Hi, Linda. Thanks for having me. Great. So tell me something. Now that you've been working with small businesses for a while, what's mm-hmm. changed in the marketing landscape? Why are, are things different than they, or what do you see that's different than the way it used to be even a couple of years ago? Wow. Yeah, the <laughs> technology makes things move faster and faster every month, it seems. And, um, you know, small businesses kind of are always at a disadvantage because they're limited in, you know, time and resources. So, trying to learn new technology and stay current on how to leverage that for especially for things like marketing is always a challenge. So, I, you know, I think the biggest change is, is just how quickly technology is changing and tools are becoming available to help us, you know, all be better marketers, but small businesses have a, a hard time acclimating to those changes and adopting them a lot of times just because there's, you know, so much stuff to do as a small business owner. So um, that's probably one of the biggest challenges, and, and, and just that, that technology moves so quickly. You know, just when you, just when you think you've learned something, <laughs> there's something new that you have to learn. And, um, you know, with social networks and things like that, information gets, you know, disseminated even quicker. So you, you have to stay on top of marketing now. Like, you know, even 10 years ago, it's like it wasn't quite as um, – important to keep a pulse on what was going out there as far as you know, your brand and the messaging and things like that. Um, but now because things are instantaneous and everybody has a smartphone and they're recording everything and they're tweeting everything, um, it's even more important for small businesses to sort of keep in touch with what's going on you know, regarding their marketing and their branding out there in the world. So I think that's the biggest change is just keeping up with technology as it's making marketing really almost seamless, like instantaneously. Yeah, and I, I think you're right, because I think what, what we see is that, I mean, it's almost from the time we start talking till we finish the podcast, some new tool will be invented. And, and one of the things that I see, and, and both as a small business, which you are as well, and working with small businesses is how do you decide what, what to use and how do you decide which one makes sense? And you want to be ahead of the curve or at least keep up with the pack, but then you look at some of these things and you say, well, I don't know. Is this one going to last? I mean, so how do you help businesses kind of decide what makes sense when it comes to, to marketing tools? Do you have some kind of thoughts on that? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, that is a challenge. I mean, even for us as a, as a small business, you know, we had to decide what makes sense for us to use or adopt. And, 
you know, spend time on. Um, and, you know, there's always that me too mentality where small businesses, you know, hear a buzzword or someone tells them they need to do this. So they think, oh, my God, I've got to be tweeting and blogging and doing all these things. And, you know, when you talk to them and find out what their business model is and their bandwidth and time, it's clearly, you know, not workable for them to spend tons of time trying to do all of those things because what ends up happening is they really don't do any of them well. Right. Uh, so I think a lot of it depends on the type of business, you know, where their customers are, um, how much time they have to spend focused on being able to, you know, build content or repurpose content or uh, even how tech savvy they are with using, you know, certain social media channels um, and being able to leverage those. Um, so I, I don't think there's a quick answer, but, you know, when I talk to small businesses, my answer is generally less is more, at least until you're super comfortable understanding how they all work or you get to a point where the business is growing enough that you can hire someone to come in and just focus on that part of the business. Right. So you created this program called BIG, Build, Improve, and Grow. Mm-hmm. And why did you feel specifically, why did you create the big program? I mean, it, we all want to get big, and it's a big program, but um, this is a big program for small businesses. So why did you see the need for this, and, and what made this kind of come about? Well, I, you know, as a small business myself, I was sort of struggling, again, because of some of the things we already talked about. There was so much technology out there. There was so much you know, social media options. There's so many things that you can do as a marketer that it it's like you could just be chasing that forever in this sort of never-ending cycle and not really make any traction. So when I started um, working with Infusionsoft and smaller businesses, I realized that, you know, finding tools and, um, you know, building the processes weren't the issue. A lot of times it was figuring out, um, you know, what tools and what processes needed to happen and keeping them focused on a, on a game plan that was a fit for them so that they weren't doing too many things and stretching themselves too thin and just sort of, you know, going crazy. So part of what I wanted to do with the big program is create a um, uh, sort of a process or a plan where uh, small businesses could stay focused on what was a good fit for them and what they could do, you know, what they could do from a standpoint of having time and resources. So part of the plan is focused on, you know, just getting some of those things in place and figuring out what's a good fit. And then part of the program is focused on, okay, now how do we take what you want to accomplish as far as goals and build a process that will sort of move you in that direction, which is, you know, the grow part of the business. So it seems to me one one of the things that you do with big is, is sometimes if I'm a small business, I'm kind of, I'm looking, I want a logo, or I want this, or I want that, and I kind of, it's almost like going to the grocery store and buying every ingredient for what you're going to cook for dinner, and then getting home and saying, I'll have time to cook, and all these things sit there in the fridge, and they go bad. Um, But what you've done is sort of given me this prepackaged meal um, that all I have to do is kind of stick in the oven and warm up. Um, And maybe, I'm not sure if you've thought of that analogy, but everything is there, and I can decide, you know, do I want this meal or that meal? It's not one thing or, or all. But um, but that way I don't have to, as a small business, take the time to figure out the recipe and and, and kind of uh, burn dinner as I'm doing it. Um, yeah, that's an interesting analogy. Sometimes I, I I 
use the analogy of, you know, building a house. You know, you've mm-hmm. got to kind of plan where the rooms are. You've got to plan the flow through your house. You have to plan, you know, do you want the kitchen bigger than the, you know, dining room? Do you, so, it's you know, it's kind of like little buckets of marketing areas. But um, I do like the, the cooking analogy because what I am hoping to do is give them really the ingredients and help them map out a recipe based on, you know, the ingredients they have, you know, and then they can – you're right. Take it out of the fridge, throw it in the oven, sort of keep it warm. You know, however, it makes sense for them to use that that plan and those recipes based on their business. Um, yeah, I, I think that's probably a good analogy. Good, good. And so, what you know, when you when you do this kind of thing with with the big program, what are some of the benefits that you see that small businesses have gotten out of this? Um, well, there's there's actually there's you know, quite a few benefits. But I think a couple of the biggest um, benefits that I've seen is that, um, one, it gives them a plan. Um, it gives them a blueprint so that if they, you know, sort of get off track or they get really busy, that they have something that they can come back to and say, okay, this was my plan. This was where I was heading. This was the goals we set. You know, these are the things we talked about we needed to do. Um, so, okay, so I have a plan here so I can get back on track, you know, whether that's, um, you know, getting back to creating blog content or uh, making sure that they're regularly doing things like reviewing and updating their website. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's regularly reaching out to their current co- clients and customers and just saying thanks. You know, um, things like that sort of fall by the wayside. So having that blueprint kind of keeps them on, you know, on the road that they were headed down and, and hopefully doesn't distract them with all the, you know, side turns and, you know, the cool little, you know, shiny things over here and over there. Um, that makes sense. And, yeah. And and the other thing that I, I try to build into the plans is that they leverage as much technology as they can handle, both from a time and resource and um, ability standpoint, to help automate processes, streamline processes, you know, get rid of some of those things that maybe are sucking down a lot of their time that could be done more effectively so that they have more time to work on their business or work more on their strategic marketing decisions and goals and things like that. So I think those are the, the, the two benefits is, you know, just sort of keeping people on track and keeping them focused on a goal and having, you know, keeping them clear on what that is and then trying to give them back some of their time while still keeping their marketing active. That makes sense. It's great. So if you had to give one um, just, just one piece of advice to small businesses about marketing. Uh, what would you tell them? If you just had five minutes and I walked in and said, gee, I'm not sure what I'm doing, what's the one thing that, that small businesses should be thinking about when it comes to marketing in 2017? Um, I think it goes back to what we talked at the beginning, is you can't do everything. Um, okay. there's, just, there's too much marketing out there, and there's too much stuff that you could be doing. So really decide – you know, what it is you want to accomplish, and then narrow down the channels or the avenues or the processes or the tools that will best support that goal. Um, And don't get distracted by the other stuff that's out there. Um, And then I, I think that's probably the biggest piece of advice that I generally give my small business clients because, you know, occasionally when I'm working with them, you'll 
get phone calls. It's like, oh, someone just told me about this, or I just saw this online, and I'm just like, okay, just ignore that <laughs> for now. <laughs> We're going to stay on the path. You know, it's not that we can't look at those things, and there are sometimes some new tools and stuff that come out that, that are fits. But if you get distracted by too many of those things, then you kind of never get there, and you're constantly re you're reorganizing your plan, and you're never actually getting it completed. So, um, so yeah, I would just say, you know, Stay focused on, you know, the initial plan you have with as little distractions as possible with, you know, other things that are going on or other tools or, you know, newfangled things that might be exciting but aren't really going to keep you headed towards that, that goal that you originally had set. So. Got it. That makes yeah. sense. We've been here talking with Roberta Kippis of um, uh, Datati Marketing. Roberta, people wanted to find out more about you, about the big program. Where would they go? All of the information is on our website. Um, that's just datati.com. And then under services, there's some information on our small business packages and um, also our big program. So they can get information there. Um, and then you know, e there's a contact form there. They can either email me or call us, and I'd be happy to talk with them or give them more information, whatever they need. Great. Fantastic. Well, thank you. This is Linda Popke, and until next time, thank you for listening to Marketing Thought Leadership. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Marketing Thought Leadership, brought to you by Leverage 2 Market Associates. If you'd like to find out how powerful marketing results can transform your organization, contact us at www.leverage2market.com.